bees in his library. Confound it, madam, my language is most controlled. I say we take off and nuke the entire scythe for It's the only way to be sure. In a thousand years, Gondahar was destroyed. A thousand years ago, Gondahar will be saved. The spice extends life. Silent breed is people! Welcome, listener, to Star Crashed. We discuss genre movies released before the year 2000. And in this episode, we'll discuss Orlando from 1992 and it is directed by Sally Potter and it stars uh, such stars <laughs> as Tilda Swinton and Billy Zane. My name is Ebba. And my name is Linnea. So I will just let it be known there will be spoilers pretty early on in this episode. Uh, but we can uh, start with a bit of news from our side, like news regarding the podcast. Linnea, would you like to share a little bit on that? Uh, yes, well, <laughs> I don't know if they're huge news exactly, no. but there, there's uh, changes uh, that we are making for the podcast specifically in regards to our social media. Uh, we, we've had a Facebook account and an Instagram account specifically for StarCrashed podcast, and we kind of realized that we don't really have time to run them as much as we would like, mm. so for the time being there are getting retired um, as as platforms for StarCrashed. Uh, yeah. But you can always reach out to us. Uh, you can reach out to us on our uh, email address, which is starcrashedpodcast at gmail.com. Um, StarCrashedpodcast is just one long word. Um, and then you can also find me uh, online. Uh, I am Robert Maria all over the place. Um, Robert Maria SFF on Twitter. Robert Maria on Letterboxd, Robert Maria's collections on Instagram, etc. So, you know, you can find me <laughs> yeah, everywhere. You're, you're everywhere. Much. Like yes. YouTube, Goodreads, Letterboxd. I don't think you know, I actually those. made... Yeah, I made one of those um, link trees uh, yesterday oh, for for myself, um, and I just realized how many good. places I'm on. I'm like, oh, do I need all these? Good choice. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like it's almost like an existential crisis. Like not not in that case, but like just in general, the amount of accounts that you make for these random web pages. It oh my god, it's a lot. <laughs> So Indeed. good for you for Indeed. making a link to you for the social media <laughs> ones at least. So you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. So a little bit of a change there. Um, doesn't change anything about the podcast. It's just like the contact way or yeah, uh, exactly. our availability in that manner. So yeah. But today we're talking about Orlando. And, you know, really, we, I'm just going to I was going to start there. But, you know, I just want to check in with you, Linnea. So. Uh, it's the holiday season, basically. You know, it's in December right now, early in December as we're recording this. Like, how, how do you, how, how are you feeling? Um, with well, with it's, that? it's been a <laughs> uh, a rather busy time period for me um, mm. because uh, I've had I've had a new job. Well, I've had the job for a few months by now, mm. but uh, it's kept me really busy. And mm. right now, 
I'm on uh, an employment contract where they call me in when I'm needed. So, mm. you know, I, I don't have a fixed schedule at the moment. I will in the beginning of next year, but but right mm. now I'm sort of flexible. Uh, so my expectations were that, oh, they're probably going to maybe call me in once or twice a week or something. And I'm fine <laughs> with that. But I've been calling every single day. And oh. it's just... <laughs> It's been really intense and you know I'm I'm working at the school and uh being sort of extra personnel as I yeah. am right now I've been jumping all around in all the classes and all oh, the subjects and you know it's just like oh. <laughs> brain draining sounds like oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean that's wonderful wonderful for you like you're getting a job every day like that's good yeah but yeah I, can, I mean I can, I'm, I can I'm not see complaining per yeah. se, but it's still you know stating the I've fact more... that you're worn out <laughs> yeah. I, I've been more busy than I expected yeah to be, and it's sort of uh you know I've, I've had to let go of a few other things I'm just like yeah I don't have time for this <laughs> Right, like what hobby can I downsize right, right now? I can't, <laughs> can do it all. <laughs> yeah, that's um, but a busy, busy month, busy time mm-hmm. for you, of course. Yeah, uh, not much with going on with me. Um, the studies are like steadily rolling ahead. I have two weeks that I at least can foresee coming up right right now, <laughs> or I'm in it almost right now. Uh, that will be a bit stressful, but. Um, I'll manage. I'll manage. So it's fine. Uh, but you know, it. I, I think it's it's kind of nice also that because now we've got the snow and it's kind of cold outside and so also. So I, I I like that we have the snow because it brightens out up the time, like the season a little bit. Otherwise, it's so dark outside. And I also enjoy like all the sort of holiday lights and um, everything that's just making things a little bit brighter and cozier. So. I am in that sort of holiday spirit a little bit. And, and that's nice, I think. So uh, I think we need it it's because it's so dark <laughs> this time around. But um, yeah, any holiday movies, by the way, any Christmas themed movies that you've watched? That I've watched? Not yet. Um, there was something I was planning on watching, but I can't remember what it was right now. But no, yeah. no, it's been very, very little of that so far. Um, yeah, same here. Oh, actually, yeah. I did watch one, uh, and it was in school um, for mm. for the kids, and there was um, a boy called Christmas. Uh, I Don't think it's on Netflix. Okay. Uh, we watched it with with one of the classes. Um, mm. uh, well, we watched it with the Swedish dubbing because it's for you know the little kids, oh. and the Swedish dubbing wasn't very good, as oh. is usually the case. <laughs> uh, but the movie itself was fine. Uh, you know, it was cute. Oh, sometimes yeah. that's enough. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's sort of a magical Christmas fairy tale. You know, it was, it was cute. Yeah. That's what we want. But <laughs> today we're not talking about a magical Christmas movie for kids. We are talking about Orlando, a I almost a time traveler, but that's incorrect. A <laughs> vampire film without being a vampire, and it's about <laughs> gender and all sorts of power dynamics and things going on. And uh, as I mentioned in the intro, it stars Tilda Swinton. Uh, it's a kind of a bonkers uh, story or like plot um, setup, let's say. Mm. Um, do you wanna do you wanna start us off a little bit? <laughs> of course, you have to give me this task. I always do. <laughs> 
Uh, how do you explain the plot of Orlando? I mean, honestly, Orlando isn't so much a story as it's an experience. Um, mm, good, good way <laughs> to put it. It, yeah. it, it starts with um, the titular character Orlando, yeah. who at the beginning, be- beginning of the film is a male character, but played by Tilda Swinton, uh, <laughs> and he he is the the heir of a family and the heir to a, to a grand house, mm. and um, I believe it's. Queen Queen Elizabeth uh, in the beginning, yes. who who 1600. says that, yeah, uh, who says that oh you can you can uh, keep your land forever on one condition you know never mm. age never change, um, so Orlando doesn't, <laughs> <laughs> and we follow him uh, or as it turns out later also to be her uh, through like uh, four hundred years of history and them he she experiencing all sorts of things in the meantime yeah. uh, everything from love and betrayal and sex and politics and travels to foreign lands and it's it's strange but it's also really great <laughs> right like it's it's very i'd say it's very unique and mm. uh also like in general plot-wise and everything, but also, like, in the way it's presented and everything. It's very unique and it's very memorable. Like, it will be one of those movies that I look back up on this year and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I watched that movie. Like, that really sticks with me. At least I feel like that right now. Uh, It's still fresh, of course. Like, I watched it yesterday. Uh, But, yeah, so, so the gist of it is that in the... Sort of after, like, 200 or 150 years of being... Uh, you know, this forever young male Orlando. One day he, she just wakes up and is female. And it, there's a lot of like fourth wall breaking also in the film. Mm. So when she then wakes up and she's like, look, sees her body in the mirror, she's like, hmm, different body, same person. Like she's, I think she, that's almost like exactly what she says, which mm. is probably the whole point with <laughs> The, with the film and consequently like the book that it's based on and I don't think I mentioned this in the beginning but it's based uh, on a book by Virginia Woolf from uh, 1928 and uh, I I actually read that like eight or seven years ago or so oh oh interesting and it is the book that I even though I don't can't can't really say that I remember specific uh, scenes and, and things happening. It is a book that I felt was very memorable. It, mm-hmm. It's a book like that I remember having read it, which I can't really say about all books. You know, it's <laughs> not, I but I can't say that about Orlando. So I do like this is sort of like a mini recommendation to sort of check that book out because I don't think it's very. I remember it also being very short, but very fast paced and and really strange in this in the same way that the book that the film is rather strange and you know watching the film I was like (sighs) it gave me the same sort of feeling as I remember it I should add that the book gave me and that's really interesting because that's not all that's like that's kind of rare when it comes to adaptions I think um, you know, when it comes from book to film. But I think there mm. was something here that the director caught on to that I also caught on to. And I think that was really, you know, interesting. Uh, 
to experience. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I have not read the book, but I will confess that watching the movie made me want to read the book. Um, and judging from some other people I saw who who reviewed the film or otherwise talked about the film, um, in regards in, in connection to the book, they said mm, that mm. well, everyone sort of believed that the book was unfilmable you know it's one of those stories that just can't be made into a movie and then they did and it turned out quite successful (laughs) right yes i don't think i made that clear like it's 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 it's, i was like this it can probably be kind of not bad but i was like sort of setting myself up for being disappointed in a way just because it feels Mm. like this how how do you do this and somehow this director did it very well um honestly and I think there was the, these little things, like, for example, Tilda Swinton does a wonderful job and she just works in a role like this. Like she has that very androgynous um, mm. face and she also has a lot of like her body language is very appropriate, I think. And then how they sort of make time shift in the in the film is also really clever. And also, as it is in the book, as I remember it, like the fact that she doesn't age is mentioned as something like well and in english uh, and as english do we do not comment on things like people never age <laughs> like it's because it's such like th- that would be such uh, oh i don't have the word for it, like so so beneath you to sort of mention and go like well you don't age do you like no no one cares until she turns out to be a woman and it's like you can't inherit this house anymore <laughs> like then it's an issue like yeah or not her aging yeah. but like yeah yeah i mean um, the movie it's very straight-faced but it's not always yeah. serious like it's no, unexpectedly no. funny at least yes. unexpected to me you know no, going same. into it it's it's not a comedy but at the same time you're you're like but it was really funny you know it's sort of it's bizarre obscurist comedy yeah, yeah <clears throat> absolutely and um you know another thing that i also really really enjoyed about this film is the costuming mm. like it gets an ape plus <laughs> for me <laughs> apart from some things that fitted a bit weirdly but never on Tilda Swinton like there is one for example that I'm thinking specifically but in general the costuming in this film is is so good and I think it helps like you have this one main character and you just make sure that things fit her perfectly and then you make a good effort on the other ones as well like there are some just wonderful costuming in this film uh, sometimes the materials may look a little bit like, hmm, I see where you had to cut the budget kind of deal. But as a, in general, I, you know, the male costumes on Tilda, for example, are just like among the best ever, <laughs> in, in my opinion. I'm very, I'm very, I was very uh, appreciative of that. Yeah. <laughs> I could go on, I feel like. <laughs> well, I mean, so out of the two of us, you're the one who, who has an eye for, for the costuming. Uh, you know, I sort of go, it looked nice. And then you, you go with the nitpicks there. But if you said it, it's awesome. It's it's pretty awesome. Yeah, no, it's it really is. And, and I do think it really helps also. Uh, there was one point where I was like a bit unsure if, if, an, uh, like if a viewer who is not... Uh, interested or knowledgeable about um, you know different eras if if they notice that time has passed now yet again uh, or if it wasn't supposed to 
pass, and I'm thinking specifically, so there is a scene where Tilda Swinton has sort of picked up a lover, let's say, on mm. the fields of England. And when they meet, I believe it's like 1850 or so. Uh, but the day after when she wakes up, because they've had sex and talked about life and they're like, oh my God, we're so similar. I just love each other. And, <laughs> but when she wakes up, she's wearing this, this like 18, 1870s dress. And mm. I was like, well, that has to be um, meant to be, <laughs> yeah. basically, because all other things have been so clearly when time has shifted. But this was an inter- instance where I was like, like, is it supposed to have been 20 years? Because Billy Sane still looks the same. So I was a bit, <laughs> was a bit unsure there. But um, I, 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 yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. Just a side <laughs> note, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we can continue on that discussion, I think, on how exactly the movie sort of addresses this passing of time. Because it's mm. not always... It's not always um, logical or rational, no. you know. It's it's not a movie that sort of goes into um, this this idea of an immortal character and the time passing uh, and trying to portray it realistically. You know, it, it doesn't no. have that approach. It's more <sighs> dreamlike in a way in, in how time passes because sometimes it feels like. They make huge jumps in time, but only mm. a little time has passed for Orlando. And it's sort of, it, it, it's it's strange, but I kind of like it because it's, it's, um, it's more, how should I say? It's more, more sort of a, a mental uh, passing of time, mm. if that makes sense, mm, more yep, than yep. maybe a, an actual passing of time, if, if you know what I'm talking yeah. about. No, I, 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 I think I get what you're talking about because like, so in the beginning, like there's a pretty huge time gap between like when Orlando gets his heart broken and then mm. he goes into this sort of poet persona almost. And that's like, I mean, it's probably chosen to be at a specific time because that's appropriate for maybe poetry things that I'm not really like knowledgeable about historical wise, Mm. but it suits like with where Orlando is. And that's the sort of time leaps that happens. Um, And also, you know, for example, like the one where they wake up in bed and it's probably past 20 years. Like, (laughs) is it super important? Like that it's, (laughs) that it's, I mean, like, they've come to a conclusion on where to go with a relationship and Orlando has come to a different opinion mm. than Billy Sane. I'm going to say Billy Sane because I don't remember what the character name was. Oh, it was a really so, strange name. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it, uh, it was a mouthful at least. But yeah, um, but yeah I, I think too that the sort of the way the time passes is, is interesting and it doesn't, it doesn't distract. And I also feel like because it's a bit erratic, I don't need an explanation for it. I don't need an explanation mm, for exactly. any of it. And that's yeah. Yeah. a relief. <laughs> yeah. Because it explains it why others aren't reacting as well. Like, it's, it's <laughs> fine. That's, it, it's not the point, basically. <laughs> yeah, because um, as, as time passes and Orlando doesn't age, 
no one else really really um, addresses that. They do address no. when when the sex change happened because it's like, well, you're a woman now, you can't inherit a house. Yeah. <laughs> but that's also it. Like when she when she comes back and she's been like. 30 years in the east as she says and, and she's back and I'm like I'm a lady now and everyone's like okay yeah uh, but also now we have a bunch of lawsuits against you because you can't own the house you're in yeah, and, so. and you're technically dead also yeah. <laughs> like, but like like now we're, we're making lawsuits against you being technically dead because you're a female otherwise if you were male still we wouldn't really care because it still fit into yeah. the role here of like a patriarch and that's fine <laughs> Exactly. The approach that the movie has to the passage of time, and I assume also the book, uh, which uh, I have not mm. read, but um, it's it's kind of re- refreshing or, or, or relaxing in a way, because yeah. it doesn't approach it in the way, say, a science fiction movie would approach it, uh, where like the passage of time has to be sort of, well, science fictional, if you wish. Yeah, but but what we see here is Orlando's life, Orlando's journey, Orlando's sort of Gross. moment in life where he and later she uh, grows, and it just happens that those things happen in, in like different time periods in history. But the fact that they happen in different time periods in history aren't so much important as what does what what do they do to orlando how do they make mm. orlando change as a character and I, I think that's that's really nice how the movie succeeds with that yeah and there is like one one scene that i think is or two scenes that are uh because it's there is a little bit of like a, I don't know if this is an expression but like a circ- circularity to certain events mm. so for example uh orlando uh as I think it was like 1610 or something like he hasn't been like this eternally young for very long Mm. (laughs) and he falls in love with a young uh, noble woman who is there during a season and will leave quite soon and and he proposes to her so Orlando professes his love to her and and she's a bit not standoffish but more like mm, thinking about it <laughs> I guess uh, and he says like you're mine and she's like why and he's like because I adore you and therefore like the the way that he thinks about things is like I adore you I have these feelings towards you therefore you are mine uh, kind of like how in the very beginning, when Elizabeth is is, is um, visiting the family and, and the father of Orlando says something like, oh, well, everything that's mine is yours to Queen Elizabeth. And Elizabeth says, well, everything you own is already mine. Like, <laughs> mm. I'm queen, I'm top dog. <laughs> Don't even think about it. And then, like, in in 1750, so... A hundred years later, Orlando is now a female and has caught the attention of an old friend who knew her when she was a he. And now she's in sort of this situation where if she wants to keep the house without having a male heir like tomorrow, uh, she needs to marry a man or or something like that. Or at least like the friend of hers is sort of offering his house to her. I think that's probably the way it Mm. went. And he then says... 
pretty much the same thing to her then. Well, so, something in line of, oh, I adore you. And, and therefore you are mine. So so basically <laughs> like now Orlando is on the receiving end <laughs> yeah. of being the female who needs to make some smart choices and also like, hmm, how much of my freedom am I willing to give up for certain things? And like, it's, so it's, it's, it's circular and turns it around in that way. And I think that's really interesting. And it's also like making points clearly i think i feel like at least so mm, that was a really long-winded winded way of me of saying <laughs> <laughs> certain things that i liked about this film but yeah 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 i mean awesome absolutely awesome <laughs> so there's a few of those those moments i really like oh and there's also like one other quote that i thought was kind of wonderful where orlando as the uh, sort of ambassador of the of England goes to do you remember the country that they were in in the east uh, as they say I don't know I if they said specifically the country no I don't remember but I think uh, it's connected to like Constantinople that area I think sounds about right so yeah, yeah. anyway so there's there's a king or a prince or like the the, the top dog there and they have this sort of meeting where they are trying to get what the other one wants from the other and everything. And he says like, mm. well, England has a, ha- has a habit of uh, collecting countries. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was wonderful <laughs> and accurate <laughs> and very <laughs> succinct. <laughs> yeah. So those moments, I, I really like it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I I confess I did not know a lot about this film going in, except that it starred Tilla Swinton and it had, like, period uh, mm. costumes involved and I expected it to be not, not maybe a period drama, but, you know, something of that nature. But it surprised me with how how varied it was and not only yeah. in time periods but also in places like oh, yeah. you know Orlando doesn't really doesn't just stay in England he 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 and later she you know they they go places and it's uh, quite nice yeah definitely and like the time span also like so Virginia Woolf wrote this in 1928 but this one goes beyond that mm. uh, there is a very short scene where She's heavily pregnant and running through the horrors of World War Two, And then um, in the end, like she's selling the rights to her biography. And mm. the uh, publisher looks at this script and like, oh, you must have wrote this over a long period of time or something. Because <laughs> the pile of, 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 of documents is written on so many different types of papers. <laughs> and uh, Nice touch, nice touch <laughs> on that at least, yeah. Yeah, and I, I can also sort of see, uh, you know, where where the, uh, well, both the creators of the film and also maybe uh, sort of Virginia Woolf uh, mm. ultimately sort of put themselves into that situation because the book publishes like, how long does, did, did this take to write? And, you know, you're just thinking there that the author, the writer is sitting there like, oh, 400 years, you know. <laughs> Like, it might have actually just have been 10 years, but it felt like 400 years. Like, literally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I, I, I think... So, I mean, this is a film and a book, like, 
that has a lot to say about gender. Is there something else that we haven't really... I feel, I feel like we touched upon it a little bit uh, in discussing certain scenes where it's obvious like making... You know, Orlando is having completely different experiences and realizing certain things like with mm. what being a man sort of gives you in privileges and what being a woman doesn't give you in privileges. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is there anything else on that um, subject that you... Well, I mean, based on what I know of of the book and of Virginia Woolf, um, my impression is that it is mostly a book about, like, women, you know, are... Mm. Our, our position in society and our sort of what we can and can't do etc um, and I don't think that either the book or the movie sort of had any uh, trans narrative in mind but that said I do think that the way this movie uh, handles the sex change mm. is actually quite nice because it's sort of it's addressed, but also not addressed, you know, if, if you yeah. know what I mean. It's, it's, yeah. it's sort of handled in, in I think, a, a rather nice way um, because it doesn't linger on it. Like, it's more sort of a society sort of... They're, they're a little bit afraid of addressing it, but the way mm. they address it is not so much, oh, you, you change your sex, that's strange. No, it's sort mm. of like, oh, you're a woman now, that changes the rights that you have. And yeah, I think that's that's kind of that's kind of nice because that does acknowledge that you are a woman now. Mm. You know, it's it's not we, we're not denying that in any way. So I think that that was quite um, quite nice in how it, it approached that subject. And and I'm talking yeah. on this subject as a cisgender person myself. So mm-hmm. you know, obviously, opinions may vary, but but I sort of liked it because it didn't it didn't. It didn't linger on the wrong things, I think. Right, yeah. And I, I, I'm thinking like, like the, 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 the trans narrative and, and, you know, telling that kind of story. I feel like I feel like it should be as nuanced and complicated and done in as many versions as, you know, a cis narrative is when it comes mm. to gender. And mm. I, th- I feel like this is one part of a of a painting or a puzzle that is painted on that topic. And like you say, it doesn't it doesn't really go into go into some areas that can be really <laughs> tiresome and depressing mm. and and it, it it it's not it's not about that sort of so yeah I mm. think I think it's 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 an interesting piece of, of that story, let's say. Definitely. Yeah, because the way, well, the, the sort of the, what I've heard at least regarding movies that sort of approach this type of scenario, yeah. um, what the criticism is quite often is that it's sort of, you know, you, you, you're talking about the male gaze when portraying women, but you can also sort of talk about the cisgendered gaze when yeah, portraying yeah. Um, trans or non-binary or... Um, Definitely that type of character um and i kind of feel like this movie orlando why not specifically setting out to being a trans narrative it still succeeds with it you yes. know <laughs> exactly <laughs> because because it is it's not necessarily a transgendered lens that it looks at the sex change in the movie but it's more sort of a neutral lens 
I think. Yeah. Uh, like, it doesn't... Um, yeah, like I said earlier, it doesn't linger on, on the wrong things that's, as it could have done in, in a different... Um, in the hands of different people, I guess. Yeah, and it's also, like, I, I kind of feel like it's, it might not be my place to sort of... Um, say this or like mm. get into that but I also feel like you know considering that Tilda Swinton is a cis um, straight lady as far as I've understood her mm. I don't feel like she is miscast in this film either as it's not even though like it's it's kind of it's kind of trans <laughs> but it's still not really like it's it and I I think things as themes and art can be both like it can be more than one thing you know mm. so i don't feel like it's it's strange that it's tilda swinton for example who plays this character mm. Mm. would you agree with me on this subject which we <laughs> <laughs> maybe under yeah i don't know yeah 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 i agree i agree yeah and i think um because there was a movie a few years back it was called the Danish girl. I never saw it. Oh, um, I know which one I, you're talking about. Ed Rayman. Yeah. Rain, Rain, yeah Ed, Rayman. 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 Yeah. Rayman. Five tries later. Um, <laughs> I never saw it. And I don't really have interest in seeing it. But I did hear from some of my friends who are trans or non-binary. And they hmm. sort of didn't appreciate how that handled the subject. Because it felt sort of... Well, it, it did... The way they experienced it, it, it did feel like it was through a cisgendered lens, um, mm. among other things. Mm. And I kind of, I can't help but sort of compare, you know, that movie with Orlando, at least in this uh, aspect, um, and sort of look at how how the two movies handle those that 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 uh, that concept so very differently, even though they're not. It's not exactly the same concept, but but you know what I mean. You understand. Well, I'm, yeah, because like Orlando doesn't dwell on the body for too long. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Like like it it's we've got that moment where Orlando realizes that oh now I'm a female, and other than that, it's not really something that's a focus in any way. Mm. There's also no really. Um, slimy sexual advances or any sort of violence towards her then later mm. you know uh, or him either like it's 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 not it's not going into that direction and i feel like sometimes like for example the danish girl to me that looks like a film that is directed towards cis gender yeah. people yeah. with the hopes of becoming oscar <laughs> <laughs> rewarded basically <laughs> and that's why it's so goddamn uninteresting to me <laughs> also mm. like yeah it's a costume film but I, i'm not a fan of either actor really that much so i'm not like gonna go mm. out of my way to watch it like it's an interesting historical person and i have read about her like outside of the film previous so but but still i wasn't like mm, yeah i want to watch that I don't know. yeah yeah i mean sort of that that type of film you know the danish girl that type of, of approach to that kind of story, mm. you know, it has the pitfall of sort of going into this, it becoming this this spectacle for the cisgender yeah. people, sort of going like, oh, look at 
these strange creatures you know they yeah you know. <laughs> but now i get them so i must be deep or something like wow i'm so you know respectful. kind of the, you know kind of the way we we used to have these quote-unquote freak shows you know yeah and we would look at how people who who look different to who 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 were different in some way exactly. and sort of go like, oh, I'm unhappy. I'm not like that, you know? Yeah. It's it's that kind of, that kind of looking at um, a, a selected group of people and sort of going like, oh, oh, they're different. How <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but Orlando stays away from that at least from yes. our perspective yes like, <laughs> i mean from our opinions may view. vary but that's yeah. how we experience it yeah it's it's a it's a different kind of kind of story but mm. you know in general i think it's very it's it's very well made i was a bit sad to see that the director like um hasn't done that much she's been active but i feel like she hasn't she hasn't done a lot of like films overall and i think it's uh, it's too bad because i would have loved to see like mm. this huge catalog of films and where i could like cherry pick the ones that it seem <laughs> interesting to me but um i am a bit interested in for example she's um she has one film that's called ginger and rosa which i think is a little bit gay <laughs> so <laughs> and it's also taking part in the 60s and it's about two teenage girls so that one i'm a bit mm. curious about checking out after watching orlando just because i think it was so well made basically mm. Uh, and you want to check out the book now. So, you know, we're both taking <laughs> some homework with us after watching this film. <laughs> yeah, anything else regarding Orlando that you want to get into? Um, well, I, I wanted to just mention the soundtrack. Because the soundtrack is... Um, it, it's kind of... It's very modern. Um, yeah in a way that shouldn't really fit the film, considering most of the film is, like, historical uh, sets. But it strangely does, because, yeah. you know, the soundtrack is kind of a little bit psychedelic in a mm -hmm. way, and I think that really fits with how, how, how the movie is just kind of strange and psychedelic in a way, and how, you know, so much of of the movie is about you know the the psyche of orlando um yeah and i think in the end i it's just it just works and i don't think that it could work in any other film it just works in this one specifically because they they, they just managed to find the, the perfect balance there in a way um Agreed. And like the final, uh, like very, very final thing we see in this film is so bonkers. And I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but I think that was such a lovely touch. And I was like almost laughing at the end. And I was, I was like, that's perfect. <laughs> but yeah, so a warm recommendation from the both of us. Absolutely. Yeah. It's on HBO Max, I believe. I watched it on right now. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you have that uh, streaming service going, then you might as well check it out. Yeah, and I think you can also find it on like Google Play Store, etc. Yeah, so. absolutely, absolutely. And I, 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 it was also available through my library, also. So like, there are pl plenty of spaces to uh, mm. check it out on. Yeah. 
so listener, have you seen Orlando or have you maybe read the book? Um, we do, of course, want to know what you think, uh, though, as we mentioned in the beginning of the episode, our uh, social media presence is it's getting downsized. So uh, if you want to share your thoughts with us, um, you can reach out at uh, starcrashpodcast at gmail.com or you can find me as uh, Robert Maria SFF on Twitter or Robert Maria all over the place. Um, you know, whatever platform you're on, you can look for me there. I'm probably on there. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you know, drop a drop a message and say hi. Uh, and uh, join us in two weeks as we sit down and talk about a Christmas film, uh, specifically one called uh, Santa Claus versus the Devil. Bye bye. Bye.